Macworld Podcast number 389 for January 9th, 2014. Brought to you by GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online. Welcome to another Macworld Podcast. I'm Chris Breen. As you're surely aware, Las Vegas' Consumer Electronics Show, also known as CES, takes place this week. And while it's not a show that Apple formally attends, there's a lot going on in Vegas that Apple enthusiasts should be interested in, from the year's tech trends to areas in which Apple is invested. Our own Philip Michaels and Jason Snell are in Vegas as I speak, reporting on what they've seen. Take it away, fellas. Thanks, Chris. I am here with Phil Michaels. He's a man of many talents uh, for Macworld and also for our... uh, our good friends at Tech Hive and PC World, and he has been leading up our coverage at CES. Hi, Phil. Hello, Jason. I, I wish the the listeners at home could could see our uh, the spacious accommodations in which we're conducting this interview. It's spectacular. Yes, really. quite the view. It's uh, yes of the Vegas Strip, or or of a parking lot on a monorail. We can see the monorail tracks yes. here. We're under the monorail tracks like a pair of hobos <laughs> talking. <laughs> Listener, you'll be hearing the monorail every seven minutes. Every the monorails run every seven minutes. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. I hear. Yeah, the, the tracks are awfully loud. Yeah, well, they glide as gently as a cloud. It's good to Not know. actually, because you'll be hearing it in the background no, very shortly. Doesn't sound like a cloud at all. So, CES. No. What? What? Phil, tell me. What of? Um, this is the Consumer Electronics Show, yeah. not MacWorld Expo. No. What um, sorts of things do, does one find at, at CES that are of interest? To people who like Apple stuff. Well, um, even though there, you you won't find many uh, Mac things on the show floor. Although I did see um, the hyper hyper juice, I believe that it's a, a external battery for the for for Macs and also iOS devices. You will see lots of things for iOS devices. Lots of uh, uh, accessories. Lots of cases. Lots of speakers. Lots of apps and uh, and. Uh, things that uh, you can wirelessly control from your phone. So that, it, it, I, I wouldn't say that it's abundant, but in a sense it is abundant because there's an entire pavilion, the iLounge pavilion, that they turn over to this this sort of stuff, the, the cases and the whatnot. And um, I remarked today, it was it, you, you would walk in there and you think we would have moved to an iPhone case-based economy with, with however yeah. many cases there are. In there. It, it's uh, kind of startling how much. So, yeah, there... It's not uh, a Mac-specific show in the way, obviously, that Macworld iWorld is, but it, there is uh, stuff that the uh, that the savvy iOS user especially should pay attention to out of the show. Wait, I mean, every conceivable iPhone case, yeah. iPad case, under the sun is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, batteries, you mentioned. Lots of Bluetooth accessories and audio accessories, I'd say, too, that sort of fit into that same kind of category, headphones and speakers. And, right. And uh, I, I found a bunch of Bluetooth kind of dongles that let you make your hi-fi into a Bluetooth receiver or make your TV into a Bluetooth transmitter and all sorts of things like that. Well, and the, and the Bluetooth things that I actually kept running into a lot this year were uh, uh, basically like lamps and light bulbs and other things that you control from your iOS device using uh, uh, Bluetooth LE or Bluetooth 4.0 if you prefer. Right. Uh, yeah, Bluetooth... 4.0 Bluetooth LE is definitely was a talking point. This is the year right. that, that the, those products are now here. The low power, uh, so so they're not going to drain your battery, right. and they, so that you can embed them in these little tiny things that live inside mm-hmm. stuff like light bulbs. And, and 
I actually saw this product before uh, uh, CES. There's a there's a Bluetooth LE uh, basketball in essence, and it's a uh, it connects to your iPad, and and it, it's the uh, the 9450, I, th- I believe it is, is it, smart smart basketball, and you can use it to uh, to work on your dribble and work on your shot, and that was on display at CES. They set up a hoop right there on the show floor. So does the basketball yell at you? Or no, the, the your iPad yells at there's you. An, uh, there's a, so there's a basketball the, app. Yes, the basketball connects. Hey, monorail. Yeah, there's the monorail. The the basketball uh, has sensors within it to to. Record everything like how you're dribbling and, and the arc of your shot, and um, it's it sends that data over Bluetooth to the iPad app that's collecting it. And there's a little coach, and if you it, he he tells you to keep dribbling, hey, dribble stronger. Oh, your shot's too flat. He yells at me a lot. I'm not very good, ah. but uh, it's it's definitely uh, worth checking out if you're an aspirational basketball player looking to improve your game. It, it is not cheap. It is not the local basketball you buy down at the hardware store. It is like a $300 basketball. Wow. But, $300 um, Bluetooth basketball. Well, yes, and the way that the company describes it is it is like buying a coach along with your basketball because the, the coach will make you better. It's a good deal. Yeah. Coaches are way more expensive than that. Yeah, exactly. Mike Krzyzewski doesn't show up to your house for anything less than 400 bucks. That's exactly right, as we know. Yeah. Wait a second. You tried to get him for a birthday party once, yeah. and it just didn't work out. Have him jump out of a cake. The, um, I, I, you know, we, we talk a lot about um, Android products at, at a place like CES. This is not an Apple show, like we said. And certainly there are lots of Android, actual Android devices right. here. Right. But in terms of the accessories and in terms of apps being demoed, I'm still um, startled, I, I, I'd almost say, that... that you know, the iPhone and the iPad are still by far the the thing that you see here in terms of accessories, in terms of app demos, all of that. Yeah, I, I, I think the um, – this is just me me spitballing here, so, you know, stand clear. But we're guys in a parking lot, yeah. so perfect place for it. Um, I wonder if it's because iPhone and iPad users are – are more inclined to, to buy and experiment and are interested in this sort of thing in a way that Android users are not. Also, um, Android doesn't have the wide implementation of Bluetooth LE at this point. Not every device can support it. So if you're developing that sort of stuff, you're really not going to waste your time with, with, a, with an Android version until it's, it's more widely uh, uh, in service. And, and that also gets to the nature of Android, where... Which version of Jelly Bean are you running, and which 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 OS? So right. I, I I think because Apple's controlling the whole hardware software widget, um, it it makes it makes sense for accessory makers and app makers to to pour their resources in there because it's a it's it's not an experience that's going to be different from user to user in the way that it is with Android. Right, I think that's fair, and I think also you you see as you definitely see at CES, you see companies that you've never heard of before, making relatively cheap products that they are going to try to get distribution for. And you right. see, that's why you see a lot, you know, there are thousands, turn around and you will bump into an Android tablet. Plus the major manufacturers are here, you know, of course. But, right. but uh, when it comes to people who tend to buy accessories and other things like that, the, um, the iPhone and the iPad seem to be the focus even now. The, the, the name Consumer Electronics Show is so, somewhat, uh, uh, 
it's not a great description because it's not actually a show for consumers. For consumers. It's, it, it's electronics for consumers. Yes. But this is a show for... It's for buyers and distributors. Yes. And um, this is a little inside baseball, so I apologize for this story. Most of the time when you wear a press badge at a, at a trade show, you, you kind of have to hide the press badge so that people won't, like grab you and divert you from where you're going to and because the, they want to meet with you and talk about their product. And here, that still happens a little bit, but really, oh, the badge to have is the green buyer badge. You are the most, you are the bell of the ball yeah. if you walk into one of those small booths and you've got you've got a buyer or a distributor badge because that's who these guys are here to meet and who, who they're here to impress. They like talking to us because we get the word out about their products, but uh, uh, th- this, they're not this is not necessarily for uh, uh, civilians, as we like to say in the biz. No, if you're if you're a small company that makes Bluetooth accessories, like the one I talked to today, that had very nice, you know, ten or fifteen different Bluetooth accessories, and I'd never really heard of them before, and they were nice, and they were they were nice to me and polite to me, but very clearly, what they really wanted, they were sort of sad when they found out that I was in the media because they want somebody who's going to say, "This is great. I'm going to put it in my store. I'll have ten thousand of them." Right. Yeah. In, in a way, this. I, I, I'm a fan of the show Shark Tank. It's one of the, the two reality programs I let myself watch. And I, if you're not familiar with it, it's the one where they have the entrepreneurs and, and people come on with these little gadgets and doodads and, and try to get them to buy a stake in the company. And this is basically like Shark Tank spread out, spread out across a convention hall and, and in some ex- to some extent a city because there's a... We're here at the Las Vegas Convention Center, but there's showrooms at the Venetian, and there's showrooms uh, at hotels all over for people who didn't want to pay to exhibit here. So um, it's a it's a uh, definitely aimed at uh, uh, people who retail products. And Shark Tank is a show about having seen one episode. I can say this with no confidence, but it's it's a show in some ways about about successful business people. Uh, destroying the dreams of people who have bad ideas. I, I cannot recommend the show enough, <laughs> honestly. And and uh, what I found here in the darkest recesses of CES is there are some companies that didn't have that little group of people to say, no, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. You should not make this as a product. Right. And they're here. Mm-hmm. Along with along with the discoveries you make, where you're like, oh, this is great. This is a great idea. I hope people find this product. It's yeah. a little bit of both. I had less of that this year, and I think it's, it's sort of the nature that... Um, the 2014 edition of the show took on the 2014 theme. If you if you could if you could pick a couple of things, it's wearables and it's smartwatches. And uh, not to not to be a grump or a curmudgeon about this, I, I've I've yet to really get into the wearable and smartwatch um, craze that's apparently swept this country. Well, our colleague John Phillips is very excited about. It. Yes, he is. He is. And well, well, next time you can have John Phillips stand out <laughs> in the parking lot with you. Um, but yeah, well, and the whole the whole group. You you also get the sense too that the, everybody is sort of waiting with trepidation, as they were a few years ago with their slates. Right, they're waiting with with trepidation for whatever Apple does. No, we, to we've absolutely this category. We, we've seen this movie before yeah. where it's the it, fitness. The fitness wearables are a really well rounded category, and yeah. Fitbit is here, and yeah. you know all all of those are here in the in the health pavilion, right? Along with the e cigarettes, which I find strange. It's well, like, yeah. yeah, health pavilion, yes, but um, they're here. But but when it comes to more full featured smartwatch kind of things, the, um, the smartwatch is, is waiting for Apple. Yeah, the smartwatches that I've seen are not terribly 
impressive at all. Yeah. Uh, I know you you tried out the original Pebble for, yes, for a time. Yes, it's on my wrist right now. It's on your wrist right now. I don't know if you have any thoughts about the new one that was introduced uh, this week. Well, it, it's it's disappointing in the sense that it's essentially the old Pebble, except with um, they decided to put it in a metal case to make it uh, seem uh, fancier, except I'm not sure it actually looks better it might, some people think it looks worse, mm-hmm. uh, and they put a big uh, Pebble logo on the front of it too. Which I, I you know, your 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 Rolexes, your your watchmakers put their logo on, but it's usually a little subtler. And yeah, I, I I find it funny that they're doing that because it's not really that different. It's just it's really just a hundred dollars more for something that has a metal body and a little light when it's charging. So you know, it's they've spent the last year because they announced here that they were going to ship in January of last year, and they right. did. They've spent this last year working on the software, and that's, you know, it comes to mind again when we talk about Apple. You've got to get the hardware right, and you've got to get the software right. And, and Pebble spent uh, a year building their hardware and doing a pretty good job of it, I would say. And they shipped it with almost no software and have spent a year trying to get the, har- the software right with minor hardware changes. Right. And you look at some a company like Samsung, and they're better at the hardware, but they struggle with the software. So that, I think that plays into the, uh, the question about, What's Apple going to do, and how is Apple going to put this stuff together? And you also uh, you get the sense that Apple is is taking its time with this because Apple wants to get it right in a way uh, that these other companies they these other companies want to be first, and Apple wants to be best. Apple, uh, for all the talk of Apple as an innovator, and it is a, a, an innovative company, uh, their big hit products are generally things that people have done before. It's just that people don't do them properly. Right. right. And I think I think we're um, history might possibly be repeating itself with on the watch front. And perhaps when that happens I'll be uh, I'll feel more warmly, but I I uh, I had to um, I had to, to to psych myself up to look at some of those uh, those gadgets. I, I won't I won't lie to you. We'll be back with Phil and Jason after this word from GoToMeeting. I have a tiny secret to share with you. I visit Macworld's offices maybe twice a year. Yep, I'm what is known as a remote worker. And I'm part of a growing legion of people who work partially or wholly off-site. But there's one issue all companies with off-site workers face how to meet for the purposes of sharing ideas and solving problems. I'd like to recommend one avenue that I found helpful. GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. The GoToMeeting folks dub this the powerfully simple way to meet online for good reason. It's a cinch to sign up from your computer or mobile device and be collaborating in no time. And while you are, you can share screens in real time, control another participant's computer, Flip on your webcams to see each other in HD, include those people who have audio-only access, and record the whole thing except for the HD Faces feature for later viewing. Need to mute your mic, take yourself off camera, chat privately with another participant? It can all be done with ease. I urge you to check it out. Start your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting today. No credit card required to get started. Just visit GoToMeeting.com click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code MACWORLD. That's gotomeeting.com, promo code MACWORLD. And now more about CES. I would say that the other, the other story of this show 
So, you know, TV manufacturers come here. That's another thing that happens. Yep. And uh, they were really excited when HDTV was taking off because there were bigger and better HDTVs to sell to everybody. And almost everybody who has a TV now has switched and, you know, in the last 10 years and bought an HDTV. And that's great. So then they looked, what can we do to make them uh, switch again? And for the past few years, we've seen... 3D was going to be the big thing. And last year was the year where everybody knew 3D was a failure, and yet they kept carting it out because they had nothing else. Right. Uh, and they had some demos of higher resolution, what they, we now call 4K. Or Ultra HD. Or Ultra that's, HD. That's how you swing. But it's a higher, high-definition picture. Uh, last year, there was there were some demos, but it wasn't practical. And this year, there are products. They're real. Yep. And also OLED TVs, which have more vibrant colors and and are a new technology that sort of may replace plasma and uh, LCD TVs uh, eventually. Those seem to be coming real, too. So it's interesting that the TV people seem to have turned the corner here. And their their story, they got a new story, and it actually has some products to back it up. It's a much more compelling story this year. I went to the um, Sony press conference on Monday, and um, a bit of... A bit of a 4K skeptic. I bought my my HDTV, uh, I want to say, six years ago. And it's fine. I'm not ready to replace it. It looks good. Um, the 4K TV sets look good, but there was no content really uh, for them. Or at least it was... Uh, it was kind of, uh, you had to upconvert it and it didn't look great and you just spent thousands of dollars on a, on a brand new TV set for, for stuff that looks kind of fuzzy. But now you have Netflix uh, is doing a lot with 4K streaming. They're going to put the next season of House of Cards on, entirely in 4K and Reed Hastings was on stage at the, the Sony uh, uh, press conference to talk about that. You have uh, all sorts of uh, shows being shot in 4K natively now. So... I think Sony, of all the the vendors here, did a really good job of um, of uh, advancing the the, the storyline on this to make it a, a more compelling product. Not one I'm ready to buy personally yet, yeah. just because again that my TV works fine and I I don't have a big house for some of these enormous, very TVs. very large TVs. And unless you've got a, a really large space, there's no point in really having the uh, having right. the 4K. And the content, it's going to be years before 4K is a thing that can be re- has readily available, like lots of content. It's going to be very much like the HD transition, except I think even slower. Yeah, very much so. so but, the, but the TVs are real, and they're beautiful. And yeah, they're, they're curved now. People are doing curved, curved TVs. TVs. I, 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 I have to tell you, I don't see the benefit. I'm, uh, my colleagues at TechHive might disagree that, I think that, I, that you get a better... Uh, uh, plane of view i think i think when the tvs get above a certain size it maybe makes sense to yeah. have them be curved just like a movie screen maybe makes sense right because otherwise you sit in the middle and the the ends are are further of the tv are further away from you and right. it's a different it seems length. like it's aimed at people who have home ho- home theaters yes. in a very literal sense with gigantic tv yeah where you've you've turned over a a room of your your house just all you do in there is watch TV and movies. Right. And, and for that, uh, a curved uh, screen makes perfect sense. But you also get the sense that they figured out how to make curved screens. And by gum, they're going to make yep. them whether you need them or not. We'll, and so we'll put them on a phone. We'll put them on a TV. That 50 we'll inch put it TV on that watch you like yeah. so much. Exactly. So. But the, the, uh, the 80 inch uh, OLED 4K display, maybe a curved screen on that makes sense. I don't know. I'm sort of with you. My, you know, I, I would be excited to get a. You know, a bigger, regular old HD TV at this point because mine, which used to seem huge, now now doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but my house isn't that big either, so there's a limit to to all of this. Right. 
what else? What else? Uh, what else at CES of interest? Uh, monorails aside, yeah, for uh, uh, Macworld yeah. listeners. No, I, um, I am flipping in my page because there's an actual product that whose name I want to get right. This is journalism happening here, folks. It's yes. a notebook written on on uh, paper with a pen. Because you wonder, well, what can people do to, to differentiate cases these days? Because a case is a case is a case. But I think um, Mophie uh, had a really uh, compelling product. I don't know if you stopped by their booth. They have something called the Mophie Space Pack, which combines a case with an SSD drive. Yes. Um, so if you're feeling cramped. And an app. And an app, yeah, that moves the files back and forth between yeah. the, uh, the the drive that's built into the case. And it's also a battery uh, yeah, so it'll well. so it'll charge charge your phone. Yeah, it, and then but it's also got this storage. Feature. Yeah, sixteen gigabytes or thirty two gigabytes. It's going to be uh, available in mid March, I believe they said it's mm. going to ship. You can pre order it now, and it looks very nice. And it, if you bought, uh, it's for the iPhone five and five S, not the five C, not the the fours and the four S's. But if you you have a phone and you've got a lot of apps and you keep a lot of files and uh, photos and images, and you don't really use the the cloud stuff so much. Those extra sixteen gigabytes and thirty two gigabytes can come in handy. I've got a uh, I I've got a smaller capacity iPhone, and I I I have to delete some apps every now and again if I don't use them to to clear out the room, and I have to uh, very rigorously manage my iTunes library. So what is it? What so what can be copied onto this thing, and and you use an app to do it, right? You sort yeah. of use an app and say, take my photos and put them over there. Yeah, I believe it's uh, uh, photos uh, uh, and other type files All right. as well. Interesting idea. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And that's Mofi. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, not specifically a, a product per se, but I notice. You walk by a lot of companies' booths, and they have iPhones submerged in water. Uh, to, yes, it's either to promote. I saw that to promote their. Well, it would be hard to miss. It's either to promote their their own cases, or in some cases, again, because this is a sh- this is a show aimed at distributors and manufacturers. Um, there are companies that uh, uh, develop this nanotechnology f- uh, at the manufacturing level and, and try and sell it to people, and I think that's really going to be a. a a discerning factor for uh, for mobile devices going forward. They, they become such an important part of our lives and um, not an insignificant investment. And I think companies like Apple or uh, or uh, Samsung or Sony are going to want to be able to stand up on stage and say this this thing won't uh, dissolve the minute you walk into a light mist. I, I, mm-hmm. I so I, I I was interested in talking to some of these companies about the effort. They're very cagey about who they're doing business with because, you know, it's uh, Apple I don't think uh, particularly cares for it when when uh, their their partners talk about stuff they're doing for Apple, but um, uh, I think it's something to keep an eye on the uh, advances being made in certainly waterproofing uh, uh, mobile devices. Yeah, and I, I, Corning is here and had a big sign up for Gorilla yeah. Glass, and that's the other part of this too. You know, material science in general, we drop these things and they break, and the you know the materials scientists are there, the engineers are there, trying to find ways chemically right. to create you know harder, 
metal and, and plastic that can take impacts and glass that will not shatter on impact. The interesting thing about uh, Corning is they were showing this at one of the various product showcases this year. It's antimicrobial technology built into the glass now. Because, of course, these are devices we're touching with our fingers, and our fingers touch other things that aren't necessarily clean. And that's how that's how one passes germs. So it's, it's a... It's a very, it's another uh, uh, factor that I think you're going to start hearing more about at the uh, at the end user product level, where um, one day uh, maybe Tim Cook gets up on stage and starts talking about the uh, the germ fighting capabilities right. of the iPhone Seven or the the iPad the iPad uh, clean. So if you drop food on the floor, then put it on your iPhone, right? And it'll be you could birth a baby on that iPhone now. So is it true that there's also a there there were a bunch of breathalyzers? Yeah, uh, there are <laughs> iPhone breathalyzers. One of which uh, appeared on Shark Tank not ah. too long ago and got money. Um, yeah, we there were at least two I think here, and uh, our our colleague Amber Bowman had been rounding them up and and brought them to a staff dinner. Uh-huh. Huh. And um, were they tested out? They were tested out. All right. Um, not not properly because you're supposed to wait 15 minutes. Uh, for you know the, the 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 alcohol on your breath to dissipate uh, right. and not give a, a an overly ridiculous reading. Let's uh, again to to repeat a joke I made on Twitter. Let's just say that when I tested it, my blood alcohol content can now go to Harvard if it were an SAT <laughs> score uh, when I when I actually blew on it. So uh, I think we're going to be testing those uh, more rigorously at the uh, at the office. Oh, and good. Perhaps even producing a. a Funny little video. We have uh, we have a beer keg at our office. We so do. That might factor in. We do. That the things we do for our work. Yeah, man. Science. Also, we come to Las Vegas for our work. That's yeah. another thing we do. Anything else before we wrap up and throw it back to Mr. Breen? I'm trying to think. You 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 spent a day here. Maybe I should ask you some questions. Oh, I I, I had a thousand yard stare as yeah. I wandered from booth to booth. Like I said, I, I the, the see I don't have my little notebook with me, and uh, the the Bluetooth accessory vendor is going to remain. Uh, Remain nameless. That mm-hmm. had the uh, had the the cool little thing that you know. I, th- and there's a whole class of these now that I, that um, with Bluetooth LE that you can do now. Um, I have these speakers that have a line-in plug, and but they don't support Bluetooth. And there's a little gadget that you plug into a power outlet, and you run the line-in cord into your, uh, you know, in, out of that box and into the the device that has the line-in plug. And boom, that's a Bluetooth speaker because the little box is transmitting. The, uh, the audio, and there's a bunch of stuff like that. Lots of Bluetooth stuff I saw today, lots of iPhone cases, and lots of apps. We're seeing um, a lot of wireless uh, charging. Uh, we're stopping. Golf carts are racing by us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that sound you hear behind me is the sound of men. You're looking live at a golf cart in a parking lot. I'm like Edward R. Murrow at the uh, bombing of the, the London Blitz if golf carts and monorails were involved. Yes just the same it's exactly the same um wireless charging as i was saying uh i think is becoming more of a thing uh ways to keep your devices powered up as you're moving to and fro uh or at least not have to carry around cables to 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 charge things up uh you you throw the uh uh, iphone down on the strip uh there's one product and the name is escaping me it's a bowl basically and you put your device in there and the bowl charges it huh 
I assume you don't put other things in the bowl like cherries or or popcorn. Unless that would be you could cook them, yeah. maybe. Or or yeah, I think that might um, batteries that might not work so yeah. well. Um, chickens, but our, baby chickens. Our, our colleague uh, Leah Yamshan, uh, I think, is is writing a piece okay. on those. She was going to join us here today, but but she's a busy little little uh, reporter. Yeah, so. she is. Not unlike you and me, nope. who have time to stand around in parking lots and do podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Well, listeners. You you couldn't be in Las Vegas. It's probably okay. Yeah, I think I think uh, I we'll take one for you this yeah. time. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Yeah. All right. Well, Phil Michaels, thank you for being on the Macro Podcast as a guest and and not a host reporter. Yeah, it's a special thing. It is in a parking lot with a motorcycle in the background. Yeah, and a monorail. Yeah, I'm I'm going to the WWE event next. Wow, that should be exciting. Will there, will there be wrestlers there? I, I hope, I believe that there will. Maybe, maybe there'll be Mac things there with them smashing power books over each other's heads. That'd well, be we can only hope. Or MacBook Pros now for a more modern reference. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you can look for that uh, in-depth de- in story about wrestlers on Macworld.com should it occur. <laughs> Otherwise, it won't be there. Chris, that is it from here. Um, in Las Vegas, in the parking lot, I am Jason Snell with Phil Michaels. Back to you. And that wraps up this episode of the Macworld Podcast, brought to you by GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online. I'd like to thank Philip Michaels, Jason Snell, and, of course, you for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at macworld.com. This is Chris Breen reminding you that you can find more Apple, macOS, iOS, and technology news, views, and information at Macworld.com. See you around.